Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve, we'll refresh your morning and jump Africa to the listeners. Lesotho, this is amazing. So the Prime Minister Sam Matakane, there was going to be a parliamentary no-confidence vote against him. And then the security agency heads said they wouldn't let that vote go ahead. So who's in charge? Stephen, you will understand that when you talk of the politics of the kingdom of Lesotho, militarization, politicization of security forces has been the ritual and the norm. And you will understand also that uh, coming from both the police, the army, uh, defense, uh, national security service, raising the issue of these coalitions and also the issue of removing the prime minister through parliament as they are still uh, trying to revive their economy. So you will understand that there was this motion of no confidence that was supposed to have been passed on Monday and it was not able, I mean, they were not able to go through it uh, as you know that the parliament was in session accusation against the current prime minister is around for him not being honest they are raising issues of corruption there are i mean there are many allegations against uh, the current prime minister but at the same time we know that south africa just currently came out of the meeting uh, with them as uh, uh, i think last month so one would look that the kingdoms of uh, of maseru they need attention Stephen, that they should come out of a militarization as well as securitization and then in south sudan and sudan president silver Kiir says he's ready to host a meeting of north sudanese political leaders in juba is this to try and bring peace to sudan that is quite true but he's meeting with uh, one of the veterans malik aga Stephen, who is the deputy chair of the sudan sovereign council they are looking at this six months of uh, conflict that has erupted in North Sudan in Khartoum. Now, the presidential advisor on security matters, Tut Gutlek Manime, says that they will want to review the Juba peace agreement between the rapid support forces as well as the Sudanese government in Khartoum to look at this ongoing uh, conflict that is going on. And Malika Gai, remember, Stephen, being a, 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 a Sudan People's Liberation Movement former member, in the north he's knowledgeable on these issues of having worked with john garang so they might want to pull all the forces and say for the sake of both south sudan i mean north sudan and south sudan to be peaceful they will need to engage in juba next week so we'll be following those peace talks in juba southern sudan and then the world bank their head for eastern and southern africa says they need safeguards to protect uh, the rights of gay and lesbian people before they'll actually give them fresh money Remember that that uh, fresh money that we're talking about in Uganda, hypocritically, Uganda blamed the uh, World Bank saying that, why did you stop funding us early this year in August because of this controversial uh, legislation uh, in Kampala? Now, they are raising the issues now of workers, Stephen, to say, how do we even uh, save, I mean, have a, a safeguarding uh, measures to the workers in Uganda? World Bank, uh, the head in the Eastern and Southern Africa, Victoria Kwakwa, raising this issue that they will need Uganda to uh, confirm and commit that they won't have any uh, uh, element of separation, segregation against other workers. Hence, they will need money. And this is the challenge that Uganda has been facing since last year. 5.2 billion worth of projects in Uganda, Stephen, from World Bank have been on, uh, they've been, I mean, they've been seized until there is a new change in their legislation. And then lots of conversations around um, Africa and what's happening in the Middle East this morning. 
Stephen, very uh, interesting that the Southern African Litigation Center has called on uh, 33 African member states uh, to approach the International Criminal Court to lobby for the full investigation of the grave human rights violation and war crimes in Gaza. They are saying that, pro I mean, maybe invoke Article 14 of the uh, ICC Rome Statute. That article basically, Stephen, it says you can refer the matter to the prosecutor in a situation in which crimes within the jurisdiction of the court have been committed and they are i mean they are trying to use this because it was also used if you recall in the russia and ukraine conflict uh, where we had made more than 39 icc parties went to engage on it so this is a call that is coming from the uh, south african i mean the southern litigation center having support also of the civil society in south africa Stephen, because we are seeing numbers are going high but also the african continent is having its challenges so they are looking at the litigation as one of the rules and i remember this day so clearly the 18th of october 2007. Stephen, 16 years ago when a reggae legend and um, a musician from south africa lucky lucky philip dubem Tima, was killed in rosettenville with a, a post hijacking Stephen, it was an attempted hijacking of Lucky Dube. Still today, we don't know why Lucky Dube was killed. We know he came with 20 albums in his music career, uh, albums like Rastas Never Die, Think About the Children, Soul Taker, and Trinity. Uh, Lucky Dube was famous in the African continent, uh, SG, whenever I travel, whether Angola, uh, South Sudan, Ethiopia, his music will always uh, uh, be played in the national radio stations. Asante Sana, SG, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM. Thank you very much indeed. Sipo Mantula back, of course, tomorrow. More news from our continent through the day.